1: And it doesn't matter whether you are 8, 9, 10 all-star. If you're only going to play 10 minutes, you make those 10 minutes count. Uh, And and Peyton, I thought, did a really good job of that. Uh, His defense wasn't as good in this game as I'm used to seeing it be. Uh, I thought he was just a little too casual at that end of the floor. defense. But his offense, look, if Toronto, if they're going to give you that shot, bury them. You absolutely bury them. Uh, And he did that over and over and over again. And and Peyton is a guy that, again, when you talk about the Celtics and you talk about the trade deadline that's less than a month away, his name will consistently come up in those conversations. We had about, I think there were maybe five or six different scouts at the last home game at the TD Garden, and I talked to three or four of them, and I asked them you know, flat out, who's the one guy that you – are looking at that you think you might have a shot at, at getting. And I have to qualify like that because they'd always say, oh, we want Jason Tatum. You <laughs> you but, the, but the consensus that they all said was Peyton Pritchard. And I asked, well, why? Yeah. Because they think he's the odd man out for this team going forward. And, they put, and, and again, one scout pointed out how you look at what they have in Marcus Smart. You look at the versatility they got in Malcolm Brogdon. You look at the kid <clears> – <throat> And then G League, J.D. Uh, Davison, who they think is going to be really, really good for the Celtics. You start look, you start doing the math, and it's like, well, where does Peyton exactly fit in? That's why these moments that we saw in Toronto are so important. Because it reminds everyone that Peyton, when given an opportunity to play, can get it done. That's why you'll yeah. hear teams like going I gold told, gold.
2: I told John Schrod he has some value.
1: Is it a ton? No. No. It's not a ton, but it's it's enough to where there's enough interest where teams might try to get creative and lure him away and could potentially overpay to get his service. Like, if a team went to Boston, uh, let's just say a team that would probably pick somewhere in the middle of the first round, and they said, yeah, we'll give you our, you know, uh, unconditional first-round pick for for Peyton. You take that deal. You think so? I think you do. I think you do, because – that allows you because the, the one of the issues that the Celtics are going to have, you know, not now but certainly down the road, is they don't really have a whole lot of, of future assets that they can build on. Them. Depends
2: um, who it is. I like if Golden State's giving you a first. That
1: intrigues me, right? Because what are they? They're, they're tenth they're, in the West right now. They're, they're a 500 team. Oh, so yeah. those are some of the decisions that you have to make. Uh, but but nights like this remind you as a Celtics fan and as a Celtics front office why. You like having him on your side. Uh, because That's you what know Joe Sway so talked
2: good. about. Yeah, Joe Sway said he's not yeah. training him because of that. I don't know if I'm yeah, selling. Him I for like a him pick. for this
0: team, man. Just, just, just for this team for this year. I mean, I, I, just think you cross that bridge when you get there because you just never know what's going to happen to your backcourt. But I mean, you, you think he's worth the first rounder? I mean, maybe, no, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that's my point,
1: though. I don't think he's worth. Oh, if like, he was, you would do but it. If gotcha, someone's right. going to overpay for him and give you like right. an unprotected first-round pick that may, that's likely right. to fall from in the middle of the first round, you do that. But if someone says, right. "We'll give you a couple of second-round picks for him," hell no. He's oh, worth no. more
0: than that. Yeah. Uh, you, so you might as well mean, keep that, him because he can. That's that that, that stock is going to rise. I, yeah. I, I think that's that's that, that's for sure. At you least this year.
1: Consider, yeah, you only consider moving him if you're going to get something of significance that's above and beyond right. his his you know
0: trade value. Yeah, it's like he told me uh, last last week. He said, "Look, I wouldn't be here if I didn't stay ready." I mean, like that's been the, right. the story of my of my basketball career, and that's what yeah. I'll continue to do. And um, you know, I thought it was interesting what um, Marcus Smart had to say. I think it was in. Uh, I think he told Gary Washburn how you know he, he told him obviously the same thing to stay ready, obviously to to help this team and, and be be ready for any opportunity. But also, you never know who's who's out there looking, who's out there watching. And I never thought about it in that in that in that way because you know guys want to see the best for pain, and whether it's here or, or not. And and I, I thought that's a. That's a really special thing to hear from someone like Marcus Smart, who's such a competitor, and you know would would, would obviously like to have Peyton around. I don't think he meant it in a, in a way that he would say, "Oh man, let's 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 showcase him and get him out of here and get something better." I, I think he meant it as like that's how good he is, that's how much of a competitor he is, and and if some team lured him away, that wouldn't shock Marcus. It wouldn't shock, you know. Blake Griffin, I, I'm sure it wouldn't shock anyone because that's how good he is and that's how good he's going to be in this league, whether it's with the Celtics or not. But, yeah, you know, like I, like I, like I told Bobby at the beginning of the show, I I just I would love to see the Celtics keep him and hold hold on to him because he, he could be one of those guys that gives you that type of performance, especially in the postseason. And, you know, last week even Joe Mazzula talked about – when I asked him about Peyton's minutes, he's just like, man, I'm, I'm always looking to get him minutes. It's not one of those things where he has to continue to, to, to prove it to me. You know, th- those minutes are there for him. And, and we're, we're, we're seeing that, especially when someone like Marcus Smart is down in, in, in this game against the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, well, what, what are,
1: yeah one of the scouts I, I spoke with at the last home game, kind of said, did a comparison between him and T.J. McConnell. And his thinking was that Peyton is actually a better overall player than T.J. Uh, and that's why his team and, and, and a number of teams are looking at at. You know Peyton closely to see if if there's what can they offer that makes sense for them to get a guy like Peyton Pritchard because the, the things that he does always help your team he's not going to make shots every night but his effort is never really something that you question uh and and I don't know if there's a lot of guys that are in that you got to stay ready even though you may go three four five I days who are still going to yeah. have that that energy that effort that you're looking for when they get their opportunity. Uh, I personally would not trade him unless you're giving me, like I said, a lottery type pick uh, because at that point his value is, is probably not going to get any higher than that. But if you're talking about like a late first round pick or another end of the bench guy, which isn't going to help me at all or multiple second round picks, I'm not doing that deal. Uh, and I don't, and, and it kind of goes back to the point that you made Joe sway. I like having him around in case of an emergency like tonight. Uh, I like having a guy that can make shots uh, and, and, Frankly, you look at that bench,
2: you know, Malcolm, yeah. It's a tough one, Gerard. We, t- we had the conversation already. If you're fully healthy, he's not playing. Right. And if you can get a first for a guy who's not playing for you, that helps you reload into the future, maybe draft a guy who's better, keep another cost control guy. I know, pretty You sure guys giving up on, uh,
0: on, 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 on Sammy? You guys giving not up on Sam Houser? Not yet. Not I mean, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, right. here, here's the thing about Sam Sam, right. you know, he. Uh, he's no longer the only, you know, one of two guys to play in every single game this season. Uh, that mm-hmm. that that mantle belongs to our good friend Derek White.
2: He took a um, DMP tonight.
1: Yeah, as well as Golden and, State. And and here's a he, yeah, and he's had back to back DMPs. And and this game I thought was really going to be telling to see if he truly fell out of the rotation, which he has. Uh, Golden State, I understand what happened. The Celtics basically played their playoff rotation, and Sam's not in it. And I get that. But you're down Tatum, you lose uh, you know, Marcus, you lose Time Lord. It's kind of all hands on deck, essentially, except not you tonight, Sam. You stay right where you are. Um
0: <laughs> nobody got time and, for that. Listen, yeah,
1: for so I, I, you know he he's fallen out of rotation, but listen, there's enough time left in the season where I think he can play his way back into it. Because uh, remember, there was a time where Peyton Pritchard was nowhere to be found. He was uh, well out of the rotation, and he right. made the most of four or five minutes here, five, six minutes there. And the next thing you know, you got a game like this where they absolutely need him to do what he should be doing in the NBA, which is knocking down shots. Same thing with Sam. It's, it's going to take a, a minute for him to kind of gradually get his way back into the mix. But I do believe between now and the end of the season, Sam Howes is going to get back on the floor uh, and he's going to win them a game or two, I think, with his shot making. I'm I'm confident that he's going to do that. Uh, it's not probably not going to be down in Florida this weekend, but it's going to happen this season. I'm I'm, I'm very confident he's going to do that this season.
2: Yeah, he's going to tell you, you got to play for, if you're a guy like him to regain that shooting rhythm. And right now, it doesn't look like he's going to have minutes unless oh, man. Th- you deal with crazy. some other injuries down the line here. Might, yeah, he might not
0: be here. I don't know if you ask me. We'll see.
2: We'll see what happens. They like him. They love him. All they said all offseason. And all they said through this slump, and I talked to him in Brooklyn, is that he'll find himself again. But you wonder if he's lost that spot to Pritchard. Even before the injuries tonight, Pritchard got some run in that first half in place of Tatum. So I think you saw that shift. You saw them sneak in Justin Jackson in that Charlotte game. Yeah, They're trying some things to work around
0: that. I mean, um, when Joe told me uh, about getting Pritchard in there, regardless, I, I think that was a strong indication of. I don't. I don't think he has that same sort of mindset when it comes to to, to Hauser. Like, oh, I gotta get him in there. I gotta find minutes for him. So, yeah, at least right now, I would I would say that's that's a safe bet.
2: We gotta close with Grant, our brownie guy tonight. I think deserves a good stretch of conversation to end this show. Yes, but a week, first, a week
0: yeah. after coming back home, you know, from from Charlotte, now he's now he's putting in his best game of the of the season for sure.